0: You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans
1: about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in
0: touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
1: It does change the controllables a little bit because as much as you know, I feel confident in my abilities and, and and what I can accomplish and what we can accomplish, um, there are some new factors that are out of my control. And so my sincere desire to start and finish with the same organization, just as it has with many other players uh, over the years, you know, may not be a reality at this point. And, and uh, as much as I understand the organization's future outlook and wanting to make sure they're thinking about the team now hand down the line, And I respect that, you know, at the same time, I still believe in myself and and, and I have a strong desire to play into my 40s. And I'm just not sure how that all works together at this point.
0: Boys, that was Aaron Rodgers basically saying he's going to play for the Vikings before it's all said and done. That's the way I interpreted that quote. And we're going to dive into that and the most stable or not quarterback situations in the NFC North here in just a second. But Federated Insurance is one of our partners on Purple Daily And they are here to help local business owners. They've been around for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota, based in Owatonna. And during this pandemic period, they have been providing trusted resources to business owners all across the state and the country. When you need trusted resources, communication plans, HR plans, federatedinsurance.com is a great place to start. You can also call your local marketing representative as well. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, gentlemen, welcome into Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff in the house producing this episode. And with Aaron Rodgers finally speaking publicly a few days ago, about his status with the Packers and saying, listen, like as much as I want to spend the rest of my life and career in Green Bay, you know, sometimes those things are out of your control. It leads us to a discussion about not only Rodgers in the division, Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, and whatever the hell the Bears have going on. How would you characterize the quarterback situations based on stability? And the NFC North, Judd Zilgad. Okay. Where did the Vikings fall?
1: So, the, the most important word that you use there is stability. So, not like the best, because in, in my mind, despite the fact his play has tailed off in recent years. That factors Rogers, in too, though, right? Rodgers remains the best, though. Like, if I had to take one for one game r- right now, I take Aaron. But when we talk about the jumping off point stability, I go. Uh, from 4-1. to Bears, because I don't know. It's Trubisky and Foles. I think it's going to be Foles, but Foles, when he leaves Philadelphia, has not had great success, Yeah, and so there's no guarantee that that's going to work. Trubisky appears to be a train wreck, so the Bears are just the Bears. Um, I put Matthew Stafford and the Lions 3. There there was talk that he might be traded. I don't know that stability is a word that you can use with Stafford. I know stability is not a word that you can use when talking about the Detroit Lions. They just don't have it. And so with the uncertainty there and with the uncertainty is Stafford going to be the guy continuing going forward long term I don't know I put them 3 so the Bears 4 the Lions 3 previously for how many years I mean we've had we've now had 28 years of essentially Favre and Rodgers mm-hmm. and guys come and go as far as as um starts occasionally when Aaron has been hurt but it's 28 years near 30 years of the same two uh quarterbacks, one in Canton and one going to Canton. So for for years and years in the discussion that we're having right now, the Packers were one. But I put them too. I think, and again, very important, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is the best. So I'm not saying that I've had an epiphany and I'm in love with Cousins as a sure. quarterback and I think he's great. I think he's good. I think he statistically is very good. Um, but if we're talking about when these teams wake up in the morning and and do they know what direction they're going for sure at quarterback. And I guess just as importantly, do we know I put the Packers two now for the first time in a long, long time. And I actually put the Vikings one, I might not even agree with the direction that the Vikings are going, but the stability of their quarterback situation right now
0: to me is pretty damn crystal clear. All right. So this is interesting. I, I think there's two different categories when it comes to stability. I think I do think you have to take into consideration how good a quarterback is because listen, the Vikings had a stable quarterback situation when they drafted Christian Ponder and had him under team control for four years. That's very stable. We know who our guy is. We know how much money he makes. It's not very much. And we know that we can build the rest of the roster. It's a very stable situation contractually and just like knowing who your guy is, but he's, but he's terrible. So. It's not stable if the quarterback isn't good. Now, Kirk Cousins is far better than Christian Ponder. But if I'm ranking the quarterbacks in the division based on how good they are, Rodgers isn't what he was five years ago. He's still, to me, the best quarterback in the division. Agreed. Pro Football Focus would say the same thing with yep. their rankings the last three or four years. I, I think in terms of just how good they are, and then we'll get to the second component, which is more contract age, you know, did did your team just draft your replacement and all those different things. Mm -hmm. I actually think Matt Stafford and Kirk cousins, if both are healthy and both play 16 games, I think they're both pretty similar in terms of statistics. They're both going to throw, you know, 30 touchdowns or so they're both going to, they're both going to throw some dumb interceptions, but they're not going to train wreck a ton of games for you. And they're both sort of fringe top 10 quarterbacks and they're both like 32 years old. So Stafford and cousins, when Whenever you're ranking quarterbacks throughout the league, I think most people would have Stafford and Cousins in a similar category almost every single time. Like, is anyone putting Stafford a huge notch above Cousins or vice versa? Probably not. Like, you could you could split hairs on both those guys. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference between the two of them, in his career, Matthew Stafford has 34 game-winning drives. 34. Kirk Cousins in his career, fewer games as a starter, has 13, and only one with the Vikings. So... I look at Stafford as a guy who is he's in one of the worst organizations in the NFL. Historically, they continue to botch draft picks and hire bad coaches and have controversy and you know, Calvin Johnson decides to retire in his prime because he doesn't want to play football for the Lions anymore, right? Just like Barry Sanders did. But he still finds a way, like people rag on Stafford because he's not perfect and because, you know, he does throw dumb interceptions sometimes, but... Oh, he's good. Ultimately, I think he has overcome a bad organization Mm -hmm. more than most guys would. Mm -hmm. And I I would be curious to see a guy like Stafford with the Niners or the Steelers or like a state, like the Patriots. Absolutely, right. So in terms of like just how good the quarterbacks are, I still probably put Kirk third slightly behind Stafford and for sure behind Rodgers. Just to start there. Okay. Agree or disagree on that Agree
1: completely. Okay. So, right. No, I'm talking, uh, the word stability to me is not an indictment or a praise of the quarterback. It's what team do you see that's not train wrecking
0: that's doing probably the best job of saying this is the direction. Okay. But let's get to that part because Mm -hmm. I actually think, Let's let's look at a few components. Let's look at because I think all these factor into stability. How much do they make? You know, how long are they going to be the starter for? And in the case of Rodgers, the answer is probably not as long as we thought, maybe two months ago. And and what does what does the guaranteed money look like on the rest of their contracts? And when I look at Rodgers, Cousins and Stafford, forget about the Bears. Like they're going to be off Trubisky after this year. Nick Foles isn't the long term answer. Nick Foles, outside of two great seasons, specifically with the Philadelphia Eagles, with you know, different circumstances like Nick Foles is just a guy. So I, I just I'm, I'm removing the bears from this entire conversation. Just for the record, mm-hmm. Rogers is 36 cousins and Stafford are both 32. All right. So age difference f- for sure between the two Rogers makes 33.5 cousins makes 33 Stafford makes 27 the $6 million difference average annual value between cousins and Stafford might get you an extra slot cornerback. You know, I think I sure. think I think that matters. I think the the price tag on these guys and the fact that Stafford comes cheaper than Cousins, cheaper than Rodgers mm-hmm. and might even be better than Cousins. I think that moves him up in the stability rankings for me. In terms of like when you could get out from underneath the contracts or when teams would be looking like the Packers to move on to the next guy, it looks like they both have about 2 years in all all three of these guys, I should say, have about 2 years left in guaranteed money. You can get out from underneath Rodgers without a huge penalty in about 2 years. Kirk Cousins, pretty similar, uh, because they guaranteed him what sixty million dollars upon the signing of this new contract extension. Yep. Sixty one. Yep. And Stafford, Correct. Stafford, it's nineteen million dollars in dead cap after next season, and then it's far less after two thousand twenty one. So so they're all paid about the same. Stafford, probably a slot cornerback or a guard less than the other two. I think I think they they all can be free or vice versa, free from their team or free from the quarterback of their contracts in about two years. And so with all that information, I actually think the Lions have the most stable quarterback situation because they're paying less for their guy than the Vikings are paying for their guy. Does that make sense? It, I'm actually putting the Lions number one on this list. It does,
1: but the Lions are so poorly run and because there was talk about was Stafford going to be traded and that didn't happen, but I now see that his house is for sale and his wife's trying to explain, oh, we just want to move. Yeah, no, that's not true.
0: Brady said the same thing, by the way. Exactly. Um,
1: I think the Lions, if they were run effectively, you might be right, but they're not. They're, They're poorly run. Stafford, I think I'm with you on this. I think he's been a good quarterback, but they've never gotten things right around him. And so so in a perfect world of things being done in the correct way, what you just said makes sense. But because it's not, I can't give them that. And the Packers, here's the question with the Packers. As much as it might cost uh, to try and get rid of Rodgers in the next two years, when it comes to Jordan Love's contract, there's diminishing returns here as well, right? Because... What's the advantage to plugging Jordan Love in? It's partially the fact that the Rodgers contract gets off your books. Right. And then you've got a quarterback who they now can control essentially for five years.
0: Especially if Jordan Love's not going to be as good as Rodgers, the advantage would be, all right, the quarterback's not as good, but we get these three other players. Exactly
1: right. Mm -hmm. And so, so where there's a lack of. The known with Packers, and there's definitely a lack of stability to me, is the question of when are they going to pull the trigger on Rodgers to get the contract off their books eventually to take advantage of the Jordan Love contract. Now, in the case of Aaron, when he came into the league, I don't believe that the draft pick slotting was in place then, correct?
0: No. It so was not. he
1: would he just had his contract. Yeah. Um, but now there's that five years, okay, if you draft him, you gotta play him. Mm-hmm. And so that's where there's a lack of stability with the Packers to me is the unknown, which I think uh, Aaron is very much talking about, too, in his comments as to how long are they going to go down this path with me before they turn it over to love because of what you just said, Phil, which is the influx of, oh, my God, now we've got this cash to spend elsewhere because we're not paying our quarterback.
0: Let me ask you this question about these three guys. All right. Would you swap Kirk Cousins for Matthew Stafford right now? You get it, so you get if you if you made the swap, you would obviously get Matthew Stafford the quarterback and his, his price tag, which is six million dollars less per year average annual value. Yes, I would. I'd have to look at the cap hit. So, but yes, I would. I would too. With what you're saying, I, yes. Not even really a huge knock on Kirk. I just like if I could get the extra six million dollars to pair with the seven million I have in cap good. space and get a starting cornerback. He's good. You know, it matters absolutely. So, how much do you value stability at quarterback? Because I, I don't know if I value it as much as you do. Like, everyone's always looking for, all right, who's our guy? Well, if you're going to lock into Andy Dalton for five years, congratulations, you have stability. Actually, I don't. And you're never going to win a Super Bowl.
1: I don't. It's the the weird thing in this talker to me is the fact that the Green Bay Packers, who, again, close to 30 years have had the same two guys, are about to move on from the second of those two guys. And I don't have a feeling of, well, Jordan Love's just going to continue the trend. You know, he's going to Canton, too. Yeah. No, I don't feel that, that way. And I don't know. And the Packers are definitely taking a flyer here. But if they're right, they're geniuses because it's five years of control, which is why Jordan Love has to play at some point fairly soon. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not that I value it. It's just the fact that the Vikings and the Bears have always been these teams where the quarterback position seems to be bouncing around. And at least when I look at the Vikings right now, right or wrong, and they very well might be wrong, they do have a level of stability in the knowledge of who their quarterback is going to be that they have previously, a lot of times, not had. Yeah.
0: I will say, so though. Like, I'm not saying I think it's great. I just think it's an interesting fact. I think the most important part to this stability conversation, and it's it's something that was sort of mocked our friend Matthew Collar, by the way, purpleinsider.com, if you want to read his written work um, and listen to a podcast project about the th- 2017 Vikings, just a, a plug for our guy, Matthew. So Matthew did the rant on score North a year ago about code words, right? Kirk cousins gets done with the first season and oh, yeah. <laughs> they go eight, seven and one. And, and Kirk talks about, well, you know, it'll be great because we'll like, we'll have another year under our belt of understanding the offense and the code words at the line of scrimmage and collar went ballistic on code words. But there is some truth to, when you talk about stability, having a quarterback with a lot of the same, you know, pieces on offense mm-hmm. and the same system and the same language and the, everything kind of slows down when you know exactly what system you are operating in, as opposed to jumping around to different stuff year after year. And so from a stability standpoint, I think the Vikings do have an advantage going into year three here of cousins and a lot of the same things uh, compared to maybe, I don't know if it's necessarily an advantage compared to the Packers or uh, or the lions right now, but compared to some of the other teams in the NFL and the fact that those teams aren't going to be able to practice and get together that, with new I coaches an and stuff.
1: Key thing for like, this. if
0: you can keep things as similar as yep. possible to last year and some teams can't cause they have new coordinators and new coaches, uh, it's going to be a huge advantage, especially in the first like four to six weeks of the season. So I would give, I would give that part of stability major credit for the Vikings.
1: Do you think the Packers are doing the right
0: thing? In what sense? By drafting in doing, Jordan Love, in, yeah, no.
1: well, and and in transitioning to a quarterback, who I, I mean, there is a there is a, a a talker that we have not explored much until now about the fact that they clearly want the salary off their books and that there's Be now careful a what you wish for. I agree completely, but I think you are going to find some some people who make the case to a certain degree that you just did about stability, about comfort being a nice thing, but is that always the right thing? and Jordan Love's going to step in and he's going to be cheaper and yes he might not be as good but the Packers again you know with with Aaron have won exactly one Super Bowl title so it's not like yeah. they've got 5 I don't think they're doing the right thing personally myself but I do think it's an interesting discussion that I'm willing to bet some people do
0: I would say right now if you have Aaron Rodgers even at age 36 if you have Pat Mahomes Russell Wilson and even to some extent 43-year-old Tom Brady, but I would maybe put him in a separate category. And maybe like Drew Brees, if you are a bona fide Hall of Famer and still playing at or near the top of your game, mm-hmm. I'll pay you whatever. Like, I'm not going to pay you $50 million, but like if the going rate for a top quarterback is $33 million, I, I I pay you and I do not worry about how much you cost. If you are anyone other than those quarterbacks... I very much like this Dak Prescott thing. Well, why don't the Cowboys just pay him? Well, because he's not Russell Wilson. He's not Drew Brees. Like, he's he's going to be making more money than those quarterbacks, and he's not as good. And therefore, it makes it so much harder for you to build the rest of your team on the same level as some of these other teams. So I get the hesitance. Like, would I pay Dak just based on, like, I'd probably just pay him, but... I don't blame the Cowboys for sitting there thinking, wow. But Dak still might be going up that hill. That's And that's why. Aaron you, is yeah. definitely
1: not going up that that hill. That doesn't but make he has him a, a bad quarterback. but back pe- He's definitely coming down it.
0: But I think people act like Aaron has, like, tumbled all the way down the hill. And I don't know if I would go that far. Well, the far. question becomes this. If, if the Packers
1: were diligently trying to get Aaron a better supporting cast. It, yes. Does Aaron instantly raise up to to his play of, let's say, five years ago? Or have we now passed that point? And yes, it might be better, but it's still not going to be the brilliance that we saw at one time. Yeah,
0: it doesn't make a, like to your point from a few minutes ago, it doesn't make a ton of sense to pay Aaron Rodgers $33.5 million at the top of the quarterback food chain, or he's like the third highest paid quarterback, if you're also going to then draft his replacement and not continue to fuel that team with things that can help Rodgers. It's, it's, yeah. You might as well just get out from underneath that thing as early as you can, yes. if that's the case. So. Um, Thank you guys for hanging out with us on Purple Daily. If you are viewing our show on YouTube, please click the subscribe button. It helps us grow the channel and spread the word. And if you listen to the podcast, give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple or wherever you're able to give us that rating and review. And we'll see you next time here on Purple Daily.
1: This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread